Let's take a look at the board. And the categories are... Potent Potables. Joey, you like movies about gladiators. You're no messiah, you're a, you're a movie of the week. So you listen to me and you listen well. Look, well, let's not stand on ceremony, mate. Let's start the show. Well, right, everybody, welcome back to the uh, Potent Pictures Podcast. Uh, this week we are talking about Hostels. A uh, little fun flick uh, that uh, has a couple of our uh, our favorite actors in it and actresses, a uh, little Roseman Pike and a uh, little uh, Christian Bale. So it was a pretty good one, I, I will say. So uh, we'll get right into it. If you're if you're looking for our uh, watching and drinking and uh, movie news, that's in the previous episode. Go, so go check that out. Uh, but we'll move right into Hostels. So uh, we'll get some uh, initial thoughts on this. So guys, what are y'all thinking? Uh, Matt, you want to start us off real quick? What were your what were your thoughts on this uh, on this movie overall? So at first, I, I thought it was a sequel to the kind of the horror, porn, uh, gruesome <laughs> flick, Hostels, Hostel. Um, I thought just the, the proprietor of Hostel opened up, you know, kind of franchises. I uh, was happy that was not the case. Uh, so had a good time. I love Christian Bale, Rosamund Pike, obviously. And there's a few other people. We had, what, Slingshot from uh, Suicide Squad. He, Everybody's favorite He was movie. in there. Um, it's, it's but also went talkers and quite a few. Yeah, every single yeah, Indian yeah, but, that, or uh, Native American. Yeah. You also had the the girl that when she was like 15, she kissed Colin Farrell, which we're all jealous of. In uh, um, I can't even think of the the movie the movie now. Um, so yeah, she was in uh, the New World with uh, Colin Farrell. Um, so I don't th- I think that was the last thing I saw her in. Um, this is a better movie than than the New World, uh, but that was a kind of a longer longer run as well. Um, but lots, lots of familiar faces, good cast. I had a good time. You, we don't see a lot of Westerns. This was, it was a little darker than I expected and kind of stayed that way, but, uh, had a good time. I enjoyed it. I think, I think, I think all the acting was, was phenomenal, especially Rosamund Pike. And, uh, I look forward to talking about that a little bit more. What about you, Sean? Yeah, this movie, when I was going into it, I honestly had no, I, I had seen one trailer for it, nothing else, no expectations, which tends to be a good thing for me um big christian bale fan uh uh there's a couple other gems in here that i'm a, that i'm a fan of uh, ben foster i think he's a great actor he kind of makes an appearance in this movie it was interesting that we saw another academy award nominated actor in this with uh, our boy from not only call me by my name but also from ladybird and uh, his name timothy chalamet Again, I kind of just laughed when I saw that because I'm like, this fucking kid is everywhere. <laughs> uh, for someone who I did not know anything about, this is the third movie I've seen him in in the last two weeks, whether it's trailer or film. So, um, And then Jesse Plemons, who I'm a big fan of. Good to see him in this again. He seems to be making a name for himself lately. So overall, I thought it was a good movie. I'd recommend it for this time of the year because there's not a lot of things I would recommend other than the Oscar films that are out. It uh, it has a certain I thought it, certain things remind me of Gone with the Wind, not Gone with the Wind, <laughs> fucking uh, Dancing with Wolves. Sorry, uh, oh. certain elements of it, but um, still a good movie, enjoyable. A lot of questions that left me like, why am I watching this? But uh, not there was more good moments than bad moments in this film. So, um, but uh, Peter, what about you? Yeah, this was, I'm kind of with you, Sean. I, I didn't know anything going into it, and I've still been on the you know kick of trying not to catch trailers. So I, I didn't see a trailer for it. I did not read the synopsis, so I literally had no clue what it was about other than 
seeing the poster that has Christian Bale, Rosamund Pike, and uh, is I'm not actually sure of his name. Oh, uh, Wes Studi. Wes Studi. Wes Studi. Yeah, who plays Chief Yellowhawk. So yeah, other than that and getting a feel for the fact that this is set back in you know late 1800s, I had no clue. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I-, I thought this was a good movie. It was definitely a movie that you have to expect to not be uplifted by the by the uh, content um it definitely covers a period in history that is not a fun one for for anybody involved so um but i I thought it it was a well-made movie it definitely starts off in a very uh you know a very kind of i hesitate to say exciting way but um it get it kind of gets you going right from the beginning uh it's it's very pretty I'd say it's heavy on character without being heavy on character. So it kind of focuses very much on Christian Bale, but you still, I think, I think I personally would have liked to see maybe a little bit more about him and his relationship to some of the folks in the movie. Cause I think there's some things that are, while there's a lot that's unsaid in this movie, I think there could be a little bit more about why he, you know, is with the people he's with and you know, that the relationships there, but, but overall, I think we can talk about more of that later. I thought it was a good movie. Definitely worth seeing. And uh, yeah, Dave, what about you? So I I think so. it's basically sounding like we're all on the same page in this. It was, it was a fairly enjoyable movie. Um, it, it was a good Western, I think is the best way to kind of put this. Um, enjoyed it. Um, it's just kind of like pulling off of my, my Deadwood kick. So I just got basically finished with that. So this was a nice little uh, tie-in to that kind of uh, in reality. Like y'all, I really didn't know much about it. Um, I think right before we decided to actually go see this, I had seen a trailer for it, like briefly, and it looked interesting. So that was really my my biggest thing going into it. How, and I'm kind of going with Matt on this one, how dark it got and how it kind of stayed there was a lot more surprising than I was anticipating. Um, Though, uh, what Peter kind of mentioned on the the character range, I thought it actually built up a lot of the characters really well. I, I really enjoyed the character arcs that it went through. Now, to to go kind of where Matt was on it, how dark it was, it was a lot of character development in the short period of time that this movie kind of takes place over. So that was really where my biggest, uh, I guess, concerns with it were. But it was still, you know, it, it was believable character arcs. I, I'll say that, uh, basically for that time. So if you've seen... And, and without too much exposition, which was nice, yeah, I thought. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean, this is definitely one of those movies I'd say go see it. Um, um, I mean, I'm not telling everybody to go rush out and see it, but it's definitely an enjoyable movie to go see. So, um, so I just want to just want to jump in. I'm not sure if I missed you guys saying it, but I do want to say Stephen Lang. Uh, we, we got a little Stephen Lang action. Indeed. And, and also Jesse Plemons, who yeah, I, I, um, I like them both. Yep. I, I want to make, oh, you did, Sean? Yeah. Okay, sorry, my, my, my mistake. No, but you, you um, made the right point, though, for giving a shout out to our boy, who is also in the newest, I guess, second and third uh, Avatar films, which are being filmed Oh, he's now. continuing. And yeah. fourth and fifth. He's still in the seventh. Well, he, he's <laughs> filming two and three right now. So that's that's what... Yeah. I, but yeah, that, I noticed that and I forgot to call that out. Good call out, Matt. Yeah. I, I did expect him to be, be in it a little bit more, but um, since we're in spoilers. But uh, <laughs> also, I think we all watched Ozark and there was a familiar face from Ozark in there as well. Yeah, I, I, that's a so. good shout out as well. Good, good and call it's, out. The oh, face yeah. wasn't super familiar. It was mostly the voice. That that man's voice is fantastic. And, good on and another one of those things that it's going to, it annoys me a little bit, but his accent. So he is fucking, and this, it didn't bother me in Ozark, but for some reason it bothered me. He's Scottish. 
And I couldn't tell. Was he trying to be you Scott? You did mention that. No, you did mention okay. that. And I totally forgot I, that it's a. So I, I'm, is, I, I thought I'm just going to continue to say this. I am so glad that I am ignorant in the ways of the Same accents here. and the fake accents because it, it, I, I like, I like, I like being able to enjoy these things, and I feel, I actually feel sorry for you, Sean, it's such for, a for having curse this pain. Of, I swear. So, like yeah. this one though, I could have sworn he was trying to be Scottish though. Like he was because yeah. so yeah, he's he, natural so, in this one. Yeah. yeah, so it, he was, I, I, thought I just so. took it as he was a Scottish immigrant. That's the way uh, I took it. And Ozark that's what I thought terrible. most of these. There's a couple of these guys that, that were like, you could tell it was intentional. But I, that was one of those ones for this one. I was like, fuck, I couldn't remember if, off the top if it was like, if he is Scottish or if he was trying to be. I, but yeah, he definitely no, came off as that. So yeah, it wasn't this one, bothersome. This one was definitely natural. Uh, side tangent, I'm completely with you on Ozark, Sean. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I'm, I have a feeling that his accent was so bad when they initially filmed <laughs> Ozark that they had to go redub it. Because yeah. the first time he showed up on screen, it, it, it looked very unnatural. Like it, it's, it looked like they were playing over somebody else's recorded voice over him talking. So I, I'm with Still you. Great, great show, though, nonetheless. Go yes, great out. show. Great you show. guys may have watched more intently. I didn't pick up on that. He sounded like, in, I think Dave earlier, or maybe in the previous episode, was talking about catching up on Ar- Ar- Oz- uh, Archer. He he was kind of trying to imitate one of the... Uh, they had an oil pipeline episodes, and there was definitely a guy talking about the pipeline. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I think I enjoyed his accent. accent because he was clearly... I thought that's what he was going for in Ozark. Um, so <laughs> nice. I think, Ter- the, think the clearly there. terrible Cajun accent. Oh, another call out real fast. Uh, the guy who is, uh, since we're in spoilers, I guess, um, one of the, the, la- was it the Lown family, the guys that own the property on Mon- in Montana. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, that was Herschel. Towards the end. Walking, yeah. Herschel from Walking Dead. Dead yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Kind of like, a dick. Kind yeah. Of he dick. definitely was. He, he got what he deserved in this movie though. That's for sure. I, so, I don't want to jump to that too early, but that escalated a little quicker than it maybe needed to, and I actually want to put the blame on everybody. <laughs> I think there was but a maybe, lot of people maybe survived, most of it, maybe most of the blame needs to go to nineteen or eighteen ninety two. The blame, the blame probably should go to eighteen. But it, I guess it starts at the beginning, though, Matt, because of the fact that when he goes on this initial journey um, of taking these Apaches up to Montana, which is what the movie is based on. He's g- now, I do not know that they, they were, were Apaches, Apaches because oh, not, they were no, definitely no, they're Cheyenne. Not, they're not Apaches. No, they're, Sorry. they're Cheyenne. Sorry, the Coman- they're Cheyenne. Comanches were what they came across. Which would, the Comanches yeah. were, which, um, let, let's just go through it. Let's go yeah. Let's go sequentially. I know I did this to you, Sean, and I shouldn't cut you off, but since you called them Apaches, and they're not, <laughs> they're not, they're not, uh, what are those, helicopters, planes? I can't even remember. Apaches are helicopters. Well, to be, to, to be fair, they are based off of Indian tribes, which I and thought were in New Mexico. A Comanche is one as well. Yeah. That's very true, but that's not a Cheyenne. So, yeah. Oh no, I know. I'm just saying you're you're. Were, were they shy, were Cheyenne the tribe though, Dave? Uh, that's what it was. Yeah, yes. yeah, okay. yeah. Why, why, Dave? I'm the one that fucking called you out. <laughs> fuck this. I'm going home. And fuck you. I don't too. want to hang out with you guys anymore. Yeah. Anyway, wind, wind no. talkers though, great so, Navajo. All right, so it starts off so real quick. So, yeah. So the way Adam was that was the guy. Yeah, one of those in this movie. Adam Adam Beach. Adam Beach. Yeah. He's he's a Navajo and wind talkers. If you ever go see it, shout out. Good movie. Uh, is Nicholas Cage in that? He is. Was that Nicholas Cage? Oh, I'm pretty sure it is. We should probably not give that as a recommendation. <laughs> By the way, I enjoyed it at the time. I don't think I've seen it since. Yeah, I have not as it well. Was a, so anyway, it was a decent World War II movie. The movie started off in a crazy quick pace, yeah. like oh, yeah. fucking right. And it, I think you said it wasn't necessarily like action past. It was intense, it was really quick, and really fast. Oh yeah, really fast. You get a quick. Yeah. So sorry. Sorry. Side note, real fast. Uh, just realized this that uh, 
our boy um, from this movie, Adam Beach, who is Little Hawk, right? Is it Little Hawk? I think it's. Um, yeah. No, he's Black Blackhawk. Hawk. Sorry, he's also kicking wing in Dang. Joe Dirt. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I completely forgot oh, about shit, that. I just started right. laughing. Yeah, because I saw his his bio was like Joe Dirt was like the third thing that came up, and I was like, oh fuck, I didn't remember that. The name is Joe Dirte. Dirte. Anyway, he's the rock. He's the fire the fireworks guy, right? Little anyway, or, so back yeah, to it. Continue. So Peter, yeah, it's pretty, it pretty dark. It, it was so. I mean, this this movie literally it's like a kick in the teeth right when you start because you you start off with this, uh, you know, basically these settlers out building their cabin in the middle of well, you don't know where it is, but it happens to be New Mexico, and uh, you know you see these Indians ride in and you know there's trouble because the guy just kind of drops everything and you know we're in spoilers here, but the entire family just gets slaughtered and we we like we see these little girls getting taught grammar and the next thing four or five four or five yeah by the yeah. way they learned grammar way better than I. oh did. man yeah seriously so, now just to jump jump on that peter i didn't know that they were indians from the get they had four riders coming in to take the horses I, did you we all know they're indians when they got way? when they got closer i did when they yeah. got closer yeah, we did but at the first well, i was like they were shooting they guns. could be anybody maybe they were just i made the assumption right at right at the get-go with the with the content and of you're this what's wrong with america i know i'm, right. I'm you know stereotype you know, I'm good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no but, but there, there was definitely like a, a sh- like a overall perception of the indians that was different than what we or like the native americans of what we're used to like they were not dressed in like feather and uh you know, and moccasins and oh yeah, they, once once we saw them, yeah, they were like wearing real like like modern clothing. clothing. Like most and of that the, adds most to the, the from Americans. far away. There's no way to tell. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's why, like, I could see why it. You know, you didn't know if you weren't if you hadn't read read it ahead of time. But uh, they they were Comanches though. So apparently they were Comanches and had no sense about them. So it was something different. When we'll get into that, that kind of jumps into the different uh, tribes having. Not necessarily fond opinions of one another. Yep. So, but but uh, they definitely the shit hits the like the shit hits the fan immediately. And spoiler alert again, we're at this we're at this level. But the baby being shot was the freakiest part of that whole thing. So, all right, let me ask y'all this: Did y'all think her reaction to that whole thing was very believable? I, yes, her, her reaction crazy. to the whole thing to me was, I thought she was she was well on. Like that was. Is this when Christian Bale and the rest find her, yeah, or when she's hiding? Well, no, when she was hiding, that was completely understandable. Like she was, like I remember watching it going, like I was, I, I was feeling like what she was feeling. Like she, the way they shot it and the way she was being portrayed, like the way she portrayed it was, I thought it was on on far, perfect. Like it was just exactly what needed to be done. That like, you were anxious the entire time during that whole thing. Now, mind you, we also did just watch an entire family get slaughtered, so we're all a little. We're a little, little fucked up in the heads at this point. So, needless to say, did y'all think she reacted appropriately? I mean, I thought it was a, I thought it was fairly right on par of what you would expect to find uh, a woman who's just had her entire family completely wiped out. How she would be acting? Fuck women! I would have been doing. Yeah, the same I know. Shit. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it just, I, I don't know. It was just, I thought that was perfect how they showed that, and that was kind of one. I think that was one of the overarching uh, themes of this whole thing was how everybody was reacting to all the, the, the tragedy and stuff that they would run into on this apparently the wild west i mean that's the best way to put it it was it was pretty fucked up like everybody basically just had terrible ptsd so and they didn't even know what it was they didn't know what it was they were just you know she was just not right is what they said but yeah so uh moving forward from there all right so we're now we're back to uh 
we just got through that scene. Now we're kind of moving to where Christian Bale gets assigned the uh, the the detail, if you will. So, what'd y'all think about that whole 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 get up about how he was the one doing it? Did anybody else want to punch that uh, that news that newspaper guy in the face the entire time during that thing, or hoping Christian Bale was going to punch him? We all did. That that guy's. I, I mean, I gotta assume that guy's I, good at playing a douchebag. He's yeah. Uh, everything he's he in is. is that same similar character. You always want to punch him in his fat face. <laughs> so was he a, a newspaper guy? I, I for some yeah. reason thought he, I couldn't remember. I he, was he was with a like doctor. the Daily Reporter or something like that. Okay. They called it out. They, oh, the guy. That, okay, there's two guys. Yeah, when I they were in the office. In the face. I think one was a doctor and one was the newspaper guy. Now that you th- think about it, um, I, I can't remember. Oh, sorry. The other no, like you might be able to go in the same range I'm going at, but uh, the other one, not the not the newspaper guy, but the other guy who was. Was he a doctor, the one that was talking to Christian Bale's character in the uh, in the yard prior to him going? Oh, in? he was the medic. Oh, or medic. The, oh the, the yeah, one who no. made the comment that there should be a better way or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That was that was. I kind of wanted to punch him too, but <laughs> which is, I guess, a good thing if you're already uh, connecting with the lead character over the uh, you know the other characters, the secondary characters. So. I guess they did their part. I think the introduction to Christian Bale kind of reminded me of the introduction to Tom Cruise's character in The Last Samurai. And I don't know if it was necessarily the introduction. Maybe it was a little bit later down the road. But the kind of the character turmoil that they had yeah. where they clearly knew, like felt that what they were doing was right at the time. But maybe were kind of, you know, having they were very conflicted internally. Um, they were tired of about they were tired of war they 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 were tired but you know he had his friend that you know they had that kind of conversation where he was clearly um which that guy i don't know who he is or where he came from um but i'm pretty sure if you look him up he is the stoner from he is uh he is the stoner from the the, they all are but the super stoner from days and confused so fantastic but yeah so all right so you know we'll fast forward this you know this whole thing kind of pans out where they end up getting attacked by the Comanches? Yes, the Comanches. So basically, you know, as they're going by, they they find uh, they end up finding uh They they come across the burnt shack and they go down to invest investigate it, stumble upon Rosamund Pike, who was calm enough to collect her, her children, the corpses and place them on the well, they were, uh, they, the bed. They were sleeping. So that was the that was well, she was kind of in another. And you, that, this is yeah. this is going into your point of how she reacted. Yeah. The the most kind of depressing part about that scene was not that anybody had to react to her kind of necessarily sense of stability or sanity, was that they all knew exactly what had happened. Not necessarily the you know the the perpetrators, but they knew what had happened and what this woman was dealing with. The the Union soldiers uh, that were, you know, Christian Bale was, I don't think we necessarily call, called that out. They all knew exactly what was going on. And that was kind of a depressing fact for me to, to see. What I, what I found interesting was when he, when she was yelling out, yelling at the guys, he was following up her exactly what she would say with orders so that the guys would drop stuff. I thought that was like a nice little, for some reason I laughed a little bit in those scenes just because we knew what he was trying to do, but it was just kind of funny when he was like repeating exactly what she would say. Completely agreed. Specifically when they were going to go to bury her children. Um, she, she, of course, being the, the caring mother, she wanted to do it herself. She felt that they deserved her care and her, her, her love to, to have that. And she barked at him and Christian Bale fucking just right on spot 
exactly why he's a leader. Yep. Just jumped right on it, said, commanded, yep. and and did it. And I, I'm with you. That that was a that was kind of a hugely telling point. And I, I think that kind of goes to to your point, Dave, where you you were happy with the character development. I was kind of in that same same boat with yeah. you. Th- those small subtle um, pieces kind of built a really strong. Uh, well, it, it it showed that you know other than him being a this crazed you know the whole thing leading up to this point is that. Christian Bale's character is this crazed, like, captain that's, you know, famous for killing uh, Indians and doing all kinds of stuff. Like, just, he was, you know, I mean, the best way to kind of put this is he was kind of, he had this, like, kind of weird legendary um, figure that, uh, from the Patriot, uh, with yeah, Mel Gibson's kind of thing. Yeah. Mel Gibson's kind of thing where it was, like, people knew about him and didn't really, really want to mess with him. And it was always just, like, this this legend that was kind of behind him. And then when he does this thing where he's, like, showing this care for this woman who just went through all this it was just real stark contrast, and I actually really liked that whole little thing because it was kind of showing like he's not really like this whole uh, crazed Indian killer, I guess if you will, uh, completely. So I don't know. I just it was a, it was an interesting expansion of his character, in my opinion. I so I mean to so talk about character. I think where I was going when I was talking initially about the character development wasn't Christian Bale. I think him and Rosamund Pike were were excellent, and I think you completely understand stood all the motivations. I think the there's a few side characters in this, some of which I think were were great, how they kind of fooled you. Like, for instance, Timothy Chalamet, who, again, we're talking about, has been in everything, and he dies within the first 15 minutes of this movie, and it's very, <laughs> it's very quick. There's no pomp or circumstance around it, and literally you almost don't even know he's dead, other than the fact that you saw somebody literally shoot him while he was down and just at that point assumed he was gone because they never showed him again. Um, and then they did the same thing later with Jesse Plemons where yeah. he just kind of disappears. And so I thought that was interesting. I thought where they could have used maybe a little more development was uh, it was Corporal Henry Woodson, the uh, the African-American that, that was with, uh, with Christian Bale, who it seems like they've been together for a long time, given yeah. some of the, the dialogue. But I didn't get any of that until they were talking to one another in the infirmary. So it was one of those where... It, I think it would have done for maybe a little bit more there. Um, again, it doesn't hurt the movie by any means. I just thought that there was a few scenes like that where uh, for him and then the other guy that was with him um, who went crazy. Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, th- so th- that's the guy from Days and Confused. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. He, well, so he was another character who you could get that he had problems from the beginning. He mentioned them taking away his gun, but I, I just felt like there was some of that that they kind of started a storyline and then dropped it and then they picked it up at the end. So again, it, 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 I don't think it affects the movie in a great way. It's just that there maybe could have been either one more line of dialogue or one less line of dialogue. So Peter, to your point, and this is kind of where I was, it kind of took me back of how much terrible stuff happened on this one detail. And that was like the, the, the sergeant's uh, whole breakdown. It was understandable, but it seemed like it just happened a little too fast for, and there wasn't anything that really kind of pushed him yeah. over the edge. Yeah, we, we saw the slow build up to it. Then he was fine. All of a sudden, he just kind of lost it when it was raining, and that was really all I, I noticed at that point. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. W- would y'all think something else on his on his uh, development? It, it was I, slowly I it was... festering. I mean, it was festering, not slowly, but the whole time. Like, yeah. he, he, you could tell. Like, this was pardon. I mean, pardon the pun, but. They mentioned this several times. This was their last stand. Like every, almost every single character in here, they knew that this was like 
this was the last stand for them. They mentioned Custer's last stand, like uh, Custer being what took him down, hence the the pun for the last stand. But that they all knew that th- this was the end, um, and I think that his was specifically he should have his last stand should have been prior to that. But uh, you know, uh, Christian Bale's character, the captain, wanted them there. He was the sergeant, the lead sergeant. Um, we get. Uh, I forget Jesse Plemons' character's name. He's a lieutenant, but yeah, he was he, the, uh, West Point. Boy. Yeah, West Point exactly. So he was yep. fresh off, like he was the lieutenant that for you know, you could tell. There's even that scene where he talks to the sergeant, and they're talking about how, you know, that's the first guy he had ever killed, and just the emotion that he has going through him. And then he was basically like, "Look," he's like, "This is our job. This is what we have to do. Just get over it." Well, that was one of the big things I kept saying is it was this is this is my job this is this is what I do kind of thing which I thought was kind of interesting, so yeah, it, so it's just that was their career and, yeah. and so I, the one question I do have about that scene that I was just talking about how he and Jesse Plemons were up on the mount like the hill talking about the the watch and then the next day like this is sort of the the scene when they the Comanches all are end up dead yeah so. I have a question because I missed this and I didn't I didn't look this up at all. But did the the two Cheyenne they basically like went in the night and killed them? Yeah, right before that they had they had you know the, the Comanche had attacked them and that's how the Oscar nom was uh, the French the the French character he was shot and, and killed. Um, the the Cheyenne um, yellow yellow uh, hawk and black hawk uh, convinced. Christian Bale to character to, you know, basically take them out of their chains to kind of a little more protection since they're kind of all working together to get up to Montana. Um, that was the whole, he yelled at Tommy for falling asleep on watch because it was obvious to him uh, that clearly Black Hawk, Black Hawk and Yellow Hawk had snuck away overnight and killed the Comanche. Um, and Christian Bale, of course, felt slighted and embarrassed that they took the kind of glory of protecting the team and the, the kind of the the fellowship of the old guy going to Montana protection. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of what I figured. I, I guess I just missed that part of it. I was, I assumed it, but didn't a hundred percent know. So, um, it, it was really, it was really, really subtle. Yeah, it, um, it was just one of those ones that like, this is what I think happened, but I wasn't sure. Uh, anyway, that, uh, you could tell that there was just that, you know, there was a certain aura that was over them the whole time, whether it's new, old, um, but just death was always like right, right there. Like they were, they were always either running from death or they were always, you know, just, they were the ones that were issuing death. To, <laughs> so I, yeah. there's, there's just, they, yeah, it is what it is. I could never imagine being in that, that situation, but, um, it gave you an appreciation for not being, being around in 1892. <laughs> for sure. Oh, there's, God. There's, no there's, doubt there's about a it. lot behind that. I would um, not want to be, in. I, I guess we can, uh, let, First, I just want to call out that I think I'm more with Sean on this. It was all pretty subtle, the death scenes, all of it. But I think that kind of, and Peter mentioned the lack of pop and circumstance for a lot of it. And I think that was more to show that these people didn't have time for much, you know, it took too much time to bury people anyway. So they spent time actually doing the manual labor to do that. There wasn't much time to do much beyond just kind of doing what they need, the the bare minimum to bury them and move on. So that was it. And then... Maybe maybe we could have had more conversations with some folks, but I I, I thought it was adequate and it was a pretty slow um, paced movie. Yeah. Overall, obviously there were some fast paced scenes where dramatic things were happening, but overall 
it was pretty slow. So I'm kind of happy with the the kind of the level of conversations that were present. But in terms of the things that they all ran into, just just kind of the the nonstop, even, even when they felt they're at peace. Um, Rosamund Pike's character, number one, was the one that kind of she was the one that experienced everything. Obviously, the, her family being slaughtered. Um, subsequently, you know, being surprised by Union soldiers, that's not a bad thing, but it is still being surprised, but, you know, being <laughs> kind of shown up with three guys when you're by yourself. Um, subsequently, again, being attacked by the same Comanche group that killed your family, uh, then being, and now name me if I forget something, um, but she was sitting at the house of the kind of the commander at the fort in Colorado, where a woman was, was saying that, you know, we're being evil to the, the Native Americans, which regardless of your take, if you're the woman who just lost your family to native Americans or a tribe, you're going to be a little upset, um, hearing with the, so she handled that fine. But then obviously, um, again, they, the women get kidnapped, uh, by some, some fur traders. And, uh, again, just to go to go on and show, they don't really talk about any of it. They don't linger on any of these things that, that happened. There's literally one line that acknowledges that these three women were raped. Um, and Christian Bale just says, I'm, a, I'm sorry for what happened to the women. I mean, 1892, that's insane. And it's super depressing. I, I guess that I think that's something I want to stop on well, right there it, for you guys. And, and, and Matt, that, that, that brings up my point I was talking about earlier, where it was like this distinction between what happened in what it was happening in the film during the entire thing, where it was kind of like the outback and, you know, the Wild West. And then all of a sudden, at the very end, they're in Butte, Montana which is apparently very close to where they were, and it was like civilization, and it was almost as if none of this stuff is, none of that stuff was like a real. And it was like this huge stark contrast where the, the um, I guess the fields and whatnot, wherever they were, was just this crazed, while everybody was dying, nothing was, you know, nothing was real, then all of a sudden you get to this civilization, and it's like, you, you feel safe. It was like what we would normally live in, and stuff like that. Like, you would never feel like travel was, was, uh, was dangerous. And it are you, was crazy. Are you saying it's a metaphor for our current lives versus some other parts of the world. It's just now it's a a, fl- a, pr- a plane flight versus a a couple day uh, hi- so, horse. So ride. interestingly enough, it did pop in my head ever so briefly that like how could you know it's crazy to imagine like you wouldn't be able to travel through certain states safely right now. Like I could I can literally yeah. pack up right now and drive across the country and not fear for my life. You know ninety. 90- seven percent of the time there'd be certain areas that i might be slightly concerned about it but that would be it's just rare so um yeah no i thought it was just a crazy stark contrast so so yeah it might be it might be for something i'm not really sure what though are there countries you're thinking i'm sure it wasn't i think no i think it was just a simple movie i don't think anybody was trying to be you don't think this is too deep Um, it's such a deep movie i I don't i i don't think i mean i think it is a, a, a pretty well you know i think it's a very well done movie and pretty uh compelling story i don't think they're trying to be metaphorical for contemporary uh you know <laughs> equivalencies uh one one other thing i do want to call out since peter mentioned the 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 black uh union soldier i, I can't forget i can't remember his name um but i really enjoyed the story the conversation between him and christian bale one thing um rosamund pike uh, when he was going to bury her her daughters he he was the one that she confronted to not bury her children. And I was really worried that we were not only going to have racism against Native Americans, but racism against black characters. Not to say it didn't exist in 1892. Obviously it did. I was glad that we didn't have that additional confrontation. So I don't know if I was the only one that appreciated that. Um, but I, I don't think I could stomach more bigotry. <laughs> so I was actually really happy to 
Now, it probably would have happened in real life in 1892, but I'm glad we didn't have it in the movie. Agreed. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I was a huge fan of the fact that they made, they didn't pick that as a, a topic of discussion in the movie. Because, And not to say that I don't think it's something that should be talked about. It's just that it's nice to not have to deal with another terrible thing in this movie full yeah. of negative aspects. Like, I, I just don't yeah. need another thing to see how terrible people can be. So I, I'm with you. Um, this is just a follow-up to that, Peter. But, like, the, that just goes to show you that and this is one of the complaints I had with Wind River. But... It just goes to show you that when, like, with Wind River and with this movie, that Native Americans get shit on worse than anybody. Like, it's clearly like they we treat. There's always been this overarching theme that African Americans are treated like second second class citizens. Uh, this is back in eighteen, and we're talking eighteen seventies, eighteen sixties. But it's, I mean, it was right after Civil War. Whereas this is eighteen nineties, and we're still deal like they're dealing with the Indians in the West and we have Corporal Henry, who's essentially just, you know, a part of his group. And he's even, you know, he's, he's out there killing Indians on the, on the, on the, uh, in the great, what's what we're sort of uh, wild West, I guess we could say it. But anyway, it's, there, there's a lot of themes at play. I think that we kind of, that are, are just there that nobody, that they don't really get into if that's fair, but they're there. Does that make sense? Like the the fact that there's an like we talked about this, but there's the fact that there's a a soldier who's been with this captain for probably a good twenty years since the end of the Civil War. It sounded like um, who's been by his side, and it's all he's known is to be a a soldier. So he's a like when he's there when uh, the captain like when Christian Bale's leaving him in that infirmary, he's like you could tell he's he's like I don't know what I'm gonna do now because this is all I've ever known. So. Anyway, it's there's a lot of themes at play that I'm just thinking that like Native Americans were definitely like the they were still fighting their battle at this point in the 1890s. Yeah. So that's, okay. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. No. That's no, fair enough. So uh Thanks for yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking that. So uh so yeah, so I guess I, I mean it sounds like that's you know we, we felt this kind of was a very in there was a lot of depth in this movie that we we all kind of agree on there was a lot of stuff to read into on it you know it was kind of a i'll say a spiritual uh sibling to uh or spiritual relative to wind river in a way so but yeah so uh any uh, additional things y'all want to talk about on this real quick before you give your final thoughts that's a that's a negatory on that one ghost rider all right, so final thoughts. So final thoughts. So uh, Peter, why don't you give us your final thoughts real quick? Yeah, I mean, I I, I think that's actually a, a good comparison there, Dave. You know, connecting this, it's a, a little bit similar to Wind River in that you know, and as Sean pointed out, it, it brings up the fact that Native Americans, uh, you know, been treated terribly for hundreds of years, and this talks a little bit about that. And I I think you know one of the themes that was interesting about this was just the fact that. Um, you know, people on both sides of a war do terrible things. And sometimes it takes certain situations like the one in this movie for you to really come together and realize that, um, you know, we're all, we can all be terrible people and we have to look past it and, and kind of come together. And, and I had a feeling that's where this movie was going. And so uh, not super surprised, but I will say the way that they, they brought the characters together, I thought was extremely original and unique. And, you know, it kind of brought you along for the ride. I think the, the worst thing about this movie is the fact that while it does end on a, a positive note in the last 30 seconds of the movie, uh, the last five minutes of this were terrible. 
I mean, literally, we lose every single one of the characters, and <laughs> they all die in a very terrible way. And you, you've been with them this entire journey, and then literally, you know, we've got two women and and uh, a father all get murdered in cold blood in the last you know five minutes of the film. So <laughs> it, it was it one wasn't... of those things where you're like. Oh, great. This is going to end fairly well for, oh, my God. Exactly. Exactly. Because we start off with a terrible family murder and we end with a terrible family murder. And it's just one of those where it, it would have been nice to not have that punch the, punch the gut. But, um, you know, again, it's teaching a real lesson, which is, you know, terrible things happened back then. And uh, it, I think it's a good lesson to learn to, to try to look past those things. So so it definitely serves a purpose. But um, don't expect, again, to to leave all ro- rosy and and you know rainbows and unicorns it's definitely something that's pretty serious but um i would say i would if i had to do anything with the movie i might cut uh, maybe 10 minutes from it it was a, it felt a little long at the very end Agreed. but um but otherwise i i had a good time or i should say it was a it was in uh a, a good film and i would recommend it for folks to go see uh so matt let's go to you yeah. So, um, quick, quick call out, uh, you know, to your kind of comment, the last five minutes and then the kind of the 30 seconds gives you a little bit of a happy ending. Um, I read somewhere that Christian Bale thought about not, he thought that the character, his character shouldn't go with Rosamund Pike and the, and the child. Um, he thought his character would just kind of disappear. Um, I'm glad that wasn't the taste because if he didn't, I, we don't know enough about the Rosamund Pike's character, you know, where she was going to Chicago or whatever. Does she have family? And it was still 1892, uh, single women and children don't necessarily have the best odds going and traveling by themselves and kind of starting up by themselves places. So I'm happy just for the sake, even if it doesn't, you know, make them kindred spirits to, to be together, you know, romantically. I'm glad that she had a traveling companion. She can be her own women, woman and all that jazz. But uh, just the, you know, the, the story of the time, I, I wasn't comfortable with them having to go off on their own. Um, one other thing to to kind of go in on you talking about ten minutes maybe being able to cut, I think part of that could be Ben Foster's character and, and that kind of whole whole uh, kind of story arc. It kind of drove home the point that Christian Bale, you know, Sean already mentioned it, and I think we all kind of touched on it that, or somebody did that. Maybe it wasn't yeah. Sean, but either case, you know, he he was the he was the guy. Christian Bale's character was the guy that killed. You know, he was known for killing Indians. He was very good at. Um, being what the Union Army needed him to be to kind of drive Western expansion. Um, and Ben Foster's character was the kind of a similar one, but he, he didn't do it under orders, right? He, he killed some, some Native Americans uh, not under orders. And so he was being punished and sentenced to death. And he was confronting Christian Bale saying that, you know, you, you've done, I've did no worse things than you. You were just following orders. Um, and they, they think I was in the wrong. And so that kind of drove home the point that Christian Bale's character, and I should learn character names, but I didn't. Um, you know, you kind of understood that he was, he was, uh, uh, you kind of, you know, we, are, we already kind of knew that he was conflicted. Um, that just kind of, kind of painted the full picture of, of where he was coming from. And um, he didn't, he obviously didn't feel, he didn't like being equated to Ben Foster's character. And that was kind of where, um, you, you kind of sense a turn. Obviously, his friend Tommy sensed that turn as well. In any case, maybe that wasn't necessary and we could have lost those 10 minutes and that would have been fine. But I love Ben Foster, so I'm glad he was in it. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. Super dark. Definitely need to know what you're getting into. It's not a fun ride. Um, it's a very well done uh, ride, I guess. But it's you're not. It's not all uh, 
uh, roses for you on this trip. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. A little bit slow, but um, very well acted. Rosamund Pike, I don't know where the Oscars go to for this cutoff. I think she, if she, if it would have been for this year, I think she was overlooked. Um, if it's next year, I hope they remember. But based on the timing, I feel like she was missed. Does anybody know the timing for these? Yeah, I thought it was the end of the year, but I'm pretty much in the same boat as you, Matt. I thought yeah. that she's going to get lost in like anything that's like after the first of the year that I feel like it's, it gets and, lost. Yeah. Okay. So either it did get a really limited ride at the end of the year and it was just New York and LA and she got lost and missed, or it's now it was the big wide release in January and she's just going to get missed because it's going to be a year before the next nom. So that's too bad because I think she did a fantastic job, Agreed. especially early in the movie when she had so much trauma. Now, again, trauma throughout the movie. So let's not yeah. forget that, but it was good. Yeah. Good. Agreed. That's it. What about you, Sean? No, I, I, echoing a lot of your thoughts but the the ben foster thing i love ben foster it was great to have him in the movie but a little definitely felt a little out of place um I, i'm not i'm still not quite sure um other than being like essentially his his predator or not predecessor but like his doppelganger really um where like he does the same thing like you mentioned but uh in different uh circumstances but he his character is good to see him. You know, there's a lot of good acting in this film. Overall, no, the the whole film is as a whole. I mean, there's a lot of great acting, great uh, great pieces, good story. If, like I said, if this would have been April, it would have probably got more accolades than than being here in January, given it's around Oscar season. But uh, would highly recommend it to a lot of people, especially as we get into early February, prior to when. Um, Black Panther comes out because I feel like Black Panther is going to get its own little surge given the Marvel hype. Um, but until then, this is a good movie to go check out if you're looking for something to go see in theaters. So um, that's all I really got on it. But uh, Dave, what about you? Uh, overall, I'll say it's it's definitely a movie I'm going to recommend to uh, people who love a good Western. Um, this is definitely this definitely goes under the category of a good, good, good Western. So um, definitely go check it out. If you're, if you're looking for like a kind of a a meaty role where you're watching some of these people kind of, um, you know, a good character uh, arc in these types of movies. I, I, I'm going to recommend it as well because I mean, it was, you know, we, we keep harping on this, but I think it's a it's a fair point to, to point out is that it's a very dark movie in terms of what the these these characters went through. So it's a uh, it, it's pretty amazing to kind of watch that and, and see it, and you, you're feeling with them the whole time. So it, it's, and I think the big one is to point out that Rosemond uh, Pike was definitely. You know, if she doesn't get a nomination for this, it's a little little disconcerting because this definitely, this is definitely one of those films where you're like, I, I remember walking out going, "Damn, she did, that was that was amazing." So, but you know, like I said, overall phenomenal film. Go see it if you can. Um, if you definitely like westerns, this is right up your alley. Um, so I, I definitely, I can definitely not recommend it any further on that. So. Um, but other than that, I think we're good on uh, Hostels this week. So uh, we'll move right into uh, Potent Picks. So, uh, Shawnee, why don't you start us off real quick? Well, we're at the time of the year now. We're end of January. We're getting into uh, the month of February. So my pick is going to be Groundhog Day. Great movie with Bill Murray. With the only movie I think I can ever remember that's centered around the actual Groundhog Day. So um, he's there's a couple of great scenes in this movie, one of which where... He is repeatedly going through the same day, so he just starts eating whatever the fuck he wants to, and 
part of the reason that I recommend this beer is because of the fact that there's a scene where he just is dominating donuts. So the beer that I'm going to recommend for this week is from a brewery called um, Rogue. It's in up in Oregon, but uh, yeah, they the, distribute pretty much everywhere. Yeah, so Rogue Voodoo Donut Grape Gorilla, solid beer, ties in very well to one of his uh, his scenes in this movie where he where Bill Murray just goes ham. So if you're looking for something to do this uh, this Groundhog Day, other than just wait watch for it. Yeah, other than watch <laughs> Flex Tony Phil, which is the least uh, the least exciting thing that could possibly be, uh, you know, created. But uh, this movie is definitely a great film. It takes place not too far here in Puxatawney, Pennsylvania, which uh, he plays a weatherman from Pittsburgh, which is where I live now. So I kind of have a now I have like a, a an added interest in seeing it this this year round. But uh, check it out. Try the beer with it if you want to give it a shot for some donut uh, for your donut kick. But uh, that's my pick for this week, and I will go to Matt. Matt, what is your Matt? What do you got for uh, your pick this week? First, I just gotta completely support your your recommendation <laughs> for Groundhog Day since it's the holiday coming up here. It, it's literally the, aside from Christmas, I think it's the only holiday where I have a movie that I have to watch. I try to get in planes, trains, and that's automobiles my, yeah. for Thanksgiving just because that's the you know it's there. But in terms of real close ties, it, it's it's got to be these you know Christmas and then Groundhog's Day, which is super weird, but can't get enough of that movie um in terms of my recommendation since you know as, as dave was mentioning huge western um this movie was and, and very well done um i really enjoyed open range uh with kevin costner and dustin hoffman um but that that's a little bit long and since um and, and since you know th- this movie we just watched the hostels was, was such a dark dark movie uh, i really want to go with something a little more lighthearted. uh so i'm gonna go with maverick with uh, with uh, Mel Gibson, just a really there was an original I think back in the fifties, but I know the the one from the nineties. Uh, you even get a little bit of cameo from uh, one of Mel Gibson's you know uh, common co stars. Uh, just a really fun movie, and uh, can't recommend it enough. I it, I watched it recently, and it definitely stands up. So uh, Maverick, have a good time, and uh, on to Peter. Yeah, so uh, just quick pick. Um, I just was thinking uh, Christian Bale, and I think in this movie, honestly, he does a great job in transforming himself. And if there's one movie in which he does the same thing, but to a a crazy extreme and from a physical standpoint, it's The Machinist. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but Christian Bale, I think he did this right before he did Batman Begins. Yeah. And he he lost i got it i think he weighed like 90 pounds and literally if you see him he looks like he's a walking skeleton it's insane the movie itself is fantastic uh and it I, it just shows the extent to which these guys can transform themselves and what's funny is right after this like i said he went to batman and i think he gained i think he gained 150 pounds and actually showed up on set and christopher nolan told me he was too fat uh because he, he got too big so <laughs> Um, just a funny story but anyway if you've not seen the machinist i definitely think it's worth it and you will be just as impressed with his role here as in that one so no great story though and i wholeheartedly agree i think uh he did a great job in the fighter too if you guys ever see that it's a uh his transition for the fighter with uh mark Wahlberg. it's also a uh he he did the same thing he played like a coked out dude where he was like a rail but yeah Yeah, he's one of the all-time method actors definitely so i I was kind of I was watching the movie, and uh, you know, I always like to pick a movie based on, you know, something that just kind of pops up when we're talking. So as we were just talking, I was thinking about Chief Yellowhawk. That was uh, West. Is it Studi or Study? 
I, I, I don't know. Some so he was the he yeah. was the Indian chief, but uh, a nice little throwback movie that I think is always a phenomenal film that people for some reason never really enjoyed, but I've always enjoyed it was Mystery Men. He was actually the Sphinx in that in that movie. I don't know if y'all have seen that. That was with uh, Ben Stiller and oh god, who else was in it? Like Janine Garofalo, Garofalo. Blah, blah, blah. Oh god, uh, William H yeah. Macy was in that. Oh god, there were some there were some great ones in there. Oh, I mean, Dane Cook, don't, don't Dane forget, Cook was uh, in that one as well. <laughs> yeah, you also you also had um, Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria, thank you. Yeah, he was. Uh, oh god, what was his name? I can't remember any of their names. Was, was he the fork he guy? Was the fork, he was the he was the spoon slash fork guy that could throw all that stuff. So um, forky spoony. Yeah, no, great film. Um, go back. It's stupid. It's campy, but it's just I don't know. But it's just it's phenomenal. And and uh, Wes uh, Studi's whole entire character arc was that he would just give out advice. That was his literal thing. He would just be a sage that would just say random things, and they never and they would always just follow him. It was kind of a funny little role. So. Nice little, nice little uh, flick to go catch. So, uh, so definitely go watch it. But uh, yeah, I think that'll do it for us tonight. So, um, as always, uh, you can follow us at Potent Pictures, pretty much on all the social media platforms. Uh, check out our website, potentpictures.wordpress.com, uh, potent and email us at potentpicturespodcast at gmail So, I think that'll do it for us. I don't know what we're doing next week. I don't know. If, yeah, we'll figure something. I will let Sean post it on the on the on the twitters. Uh, I think that'll do it for us tonight, everybody. So uh, have a good one. Thanks. Thanks.